Welcome to the Only Dream Big podcast, starring your host, Donnie Bedney. Only Dream Big is a podcast where Donnie will share tips and experiences on different topics, such as acquisition entrepreneurship, human capital, and the future of the workforce. He is the president of PSP Metrics and has been in the assessment and human capital management industry for more than 15 years, with the goal of driving change through people. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Only Dream Big podcast. I'm your host, Donnie Bedney. Uh, So, 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 so excited for this conversation today because this is literally one of my favorite people in the entire world, and she's been that for a number of years because we go way, way back. Uh, We're not going to say that we're old, but we go way, way back. Uh, all the way back to college, actually, um, and she is doing big things. So, uh, Allison Parker Gordon, welcome, 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 welcome to the pod today. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here, my my dream buddy. So we are always, <laughs> I feel like, been dreaming big dreams. So I'm excited to be here today. Man, we have, we have, we have, and that's one of the reasons we had to have you on here. I think that. You know, when I think about you, um, you know, I think, you know, just someone who, you know, it has consistently, um, you know, uh, aspired, uh, you know, to do bigger things, um, you know, and, and, you know, as people probably have, you know, anyone who knows you or has watched your career is probably always thinking like, man, Allison's always up to big things, et cetera. Um, but getting the opportunity today just to chat a little bit more about, you know, your journey, um, you know, maybe a little bit about, you know, what you're doing, you know, currently and, you know, I, I don't know, you can go back literally as far as you want to, um, cause I know that, um, you know, you've worked in, uh, I'll say human capital, human resources, um, you know, around talent and all these other things, uh, for a long time. Is that something that you always aspired to do? I know that you've you know, held numerous executive roles. Was that kind of always the goal? Never. I, I actually did not have a lot of clarity. I knew that the simplest thing I knew and what I always said was I want to work with people. But you're like, what job is that? Is that being a receptionist? Because I had that job in you know high school at a doctor's office and loved it. But I didn't know that I didn't see that as my career path either. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went to school hoping to kind of find my way. I thought, is that psychology? I quickly found out that it was not. I think I lasted one class in psychology mm. and dropped it. Um, I thought maybe marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was not as interested in some of the, um, I think the data side of marketing, the okay. science of marketing. And so I said, let's just do business. And so toward the end of, um, my undergrad is where I discovered HR. And I said, well, maybe this is it randomly mm-hmm. had had all these smaller experiences within healthcare. Mm-hmm. So I knew I liked the industry, but I didn't know where my entry point would be. And so I had the opportunity to start in human resources um, and had a, I think had a really great experience getting to see different aspects of it. And I think it's really interesting as I think about my time as a human capital leader, you know, they're really important people along your journey that help shape your path and really help you make wise decisions along the way. So pretty mm-hmm. early on, um, I had a this this most senior actually HR leader in our organization sat me down and said, this is where HR has been, but this is where it's going. And so mm. as you're here in the middle of what has been and what will be, 
pick your path, but I highly suggest you shift your learnings this way and you align yourself this way. And I was like, oh, done. And that was really helpful for me. But I think about if I hadn't have had, you know, these small nudges along the way of people mm-hmm. helping guide me. So yeah. I always knew I wanted to be one of those leaders that was helping change HR. And I I really enjoyed the aspect of working with people, but what I found over time is like, it's really the structure and the system of how HR mm-hmm. works that allows HR to be functional. And I okay. think like sometimes you have a department full of people that like people, but that doesn't mean you can be effective at taking care of people. True. And so there's a very clear distinction in executing human resources strategy and being a nice person and caring for people. Those are not the same. And so I think you have a greater impact when you're able to um, have systems and structures and policies that are going to support people and protect people mm-hmm. and um, be there for people when they need it to be there. And I think that is that is more where I feel my sweet spot is. So um sure basically fell into HR and have stayed in HR. I left HR for about a year and I was doing ambulatory operations. And I thought, you know what, like it's, maybe this isn't my fit. Maybe I've outgrown it, Um, but I absolutely hated it. I absolutely hate it. I really craved the um, human capital space Mm -hmm. more than I ever thought I would. So I'm really grateful for that experience to know like that I was where I was supposed to be. And sure. so soon after that is actually when I came to my current organization. So I currently work for Duke Health and I'm the Assistant Vice President for New Talent Strategy. So we do basically um, anything related to new people. So talent acquisition, onboarding orientation, that kind of work, career pathing, which we'll be getting into in um, talent mobility. So mm. we are building a lot of that because it has not existed. And so sure. that has also been fun for me because you really get to put your fingerprints on things. But I think in a very general sense, that's kind of been my path that's led me here is saying like, how can I help be the leader that creates the structure we need? So then it makes it easy for the people who are like, I just want to help people. Great, we have a system <laughs> in place for that. Just follow this path. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's been it's been a really interesting journey and um, met some interesting people, good, good people along the way too. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Man, uh, so many different ways that we could kind of, you know, rabbit hole, um, you know, at this point. But, you know, kind of sticking with, you know, systems, you referenced like systems executing, you know, how you've been able to do that, you know, kind of throughout your career and frankly have impact on, you know, the organizations that you've been a part of. Um, And I think that that's so key, right? You know, driving change through people is kind of, you know, a subtitle of uh, our only dream big podcast. So, you know, as you think about those systems, you know, have you been able to kind of apply, you know, similar systems or taken a similar approach, um, you know, kind of in your life and just in your own, you know, as you think through either personal or professional, you know, career as well? Um, So maybe not quite a system, but I would say some principles. So for me, the two things I really, I think, try to live by are people and performance. But if I have to pick one, I actually pick people first. So um, any role, I really am intentional about focusing on my relationships. So I guess there's a little bit of some systems to this. So, for example, um, (laughs) telling all my trade secrets here. So I do (laughs) assess the people that I work with. 
Okay. Um, their relation to my work, their interest, their influence in the organization, and I intentionally manage those relationships. So that yeah. might mean I might want to be on Donnie's calendar every month. It might mm -hmm. mean that I actually just want to get to know him, and so I'm going to ask for coffee or lunch. It mm -hmm. might mean that I need Donnie's support to get something passed, and so I'm always going to give him a preview. Mm -hmm. So I will say when it comes to managing my people relationships, yeah. uh, I do get kind of systematic about who should I be talking to and sure. when. I do not believe in managing those relationships or building those relationships, maintaining them by accident. I think that there are friendship relationships that develop at work and those can be very casual. But yeah. when it comes to, again, being effective and leading change, you have to do all of that on purpose. Mm -hmm. um, if you are doing your work with purpose, you also need to do it on purpose. And so yeah. I don't believe that you can really kind of just like accidentally think things are going to work out or that people like you or you're going to be charismatic. That doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I would say that that's one kind of system I use is making sure I know uh, who who I need to be talking to at any given time, um, who, who I need to spend more time with. And sometimes that's mm -hmm. also just from a a personal goals perspective like if i want to be more involved in the community then yeah. i need to be building relationships that are going to allow me to get closer to the the outreach work that i want to do or the community work sure. that i want to do um and then i would say from a performance perspective i also get pretty specific about <laughs> goals so okay. for example you know as we turn the page on a new year i am mm -hmm. all about turning a page on a new year because i'm like new goals new year new goals um, but really setting those goals, um, setting SMART goals and measuring my own success against my own bar. Because I think it's mm. easy for people to say, like, look at all you're doing. Like, look, you're killing it. And it's like, but I have goals, right? Yeah. This is not because I just woke up and magically things are like falling in place. No, like yeah. it's, it's work. And I think it starts from really great goals. Um, mm -hmm. and, and so setting those big goals, setting those big dreams that people feel yeah. sometimes possible and really having a plan to get there. The plan can change. Yeah. Um, the journey can look different, but you know, to be really clear on your goals can can help you get a lot done. So I would say those are kind of some of the things I think about um, in my journey. Yeah. That's great. That's great. And that first part that you shared with me, are, are you familiar um, with the, uh, uh, well, you're familiar with the game of chess? Yeah. Right. Have I have I shared with you kind of the, there was an article that came out a number of years ago and there was like a question that they asked to a bunch of uh, like Silicon Valley founders and et cetera. Have we talked about this before? No, we haven't. Mm -mm. All right. Because I don't think I've shared it on the pod. So this will be the okay. first time. Right. So so we're going to do this live. Um, and so, um, you know, you're familiar with the game of chess. The question is because uh, all these founders answered the exact same way. OK. Right? And and I'm going to ask you the same question. So. If you could be any piece in the game of chess, what piece would you be? Ooh, that's interesting. What piece would I be? Um, you know, I'll be honest. I think I think the piece that I probably most closely relate to, and I'm, I don't remember the name of it, but it's the one that looks like a horse. What's the name of that one? Uh, I think that's a knight. Actually, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because I, I know I would not want to be the queen. Um, okay. I think the queen to me is uh, like all the pieces I think of as protecting the queen. Mm -hmm. 
And so that to me actually makes me think about the queen uh, being in a less powerful position because it needs mm. the protection almost. Interesting. Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Interesting to think about it. So um, I think the idea of being a little bit of an underdog and being unexpected, right? Moving in an, in an untraditional, it's not a straight mm. line, right? Because it moves in like that L shape. Yep. Uh, so it's not a straight line. And look at you uh, knowing your chest, man. This is, this is a big deal. This is this the strategy and everything else. I I somehow knew that you would you would uh, like the game of chess. And so um, not not to continue the suspense for our listeners yeah, as well. Yeah, um, but that I I love the explanation um, because you know typically most people would say like, well, I want to be the queen because like it's the most powerful piece, right? The king is basically the one right. of the weakest. Um, but then I've, I've also had some folks who said they wanted to be a pawn um, mm-hmm. because it uh, because you have the ability, if you get to the other side of the board, to become whatever piece you want to. And you know, so I've heard a lot That's of true. a lot of that. Uh, but the answer is the board. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. It's, OK. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So the yeah. answer is the board. <laughs> And 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 the reason why is because one, they said they'd rather they they don't want to play by anyone else's rules, mm. and they'd much rather uh, they they'd rather be able to uh, place people accordingly, mm-hmm. um, you know, on their board. And so so the aha for me, which it, it sounds like it may be, because I'm going to pass this back to you. It, this has been similar in your world and and life and how you've been able to achieve things, is. We all have a board, right? And our life is a board. And, and whether we, uh, you know, fully acknowledge this or not, we get to choose the the people that we want on our board. Yeah. And we also have the ability to move those individuals around uh, in in ways that are, you know, advantageous uh, to moving towards whatever dream or goal. Um, you know, you'd like to establish, you know, me personally, I, I tend to do it from the perspective of, um, you know, what are the best kind of, you know, win-win type situations for everybody and not in a, you know, Machiavellian kind of dark yeah. way, right? Yeah. Although there are people who do that. I feel like that's very short term and, and is never, and is not sustainable at all. But that analogy uh, and stuff just really came to the forefront when you were sharing, you know, how you go about evaluating people and, and checking in uh, at certain times yes. for everybody, yes. you know, who is wondering, Allison and I don't talk every month, but at least <laughs> once a year, I would say yeah, and it yeah, always yeah. seems to be stuff. like the right time yeah. uh, when, when we both need to chat through something. Um, but it, it, have you found that to be, you know, similar? Like, do you think through it in kind of a strategic, like board like way? Oh, absolutely. Like, it's it's very intentional to say, here's what I need to do for Donnie. Here's what I need to do for Susie. Um, it's never going to be the same. And I'm going to basically set a goal or intention for what I'm trying to do with that relationship. So absolutely. I think it I think that. Um, there is I think people underestimate the need for like very thorough planning. Mm. When it comes to certain things, and again, it depends on how much it matters to you or what trying to what you're trying to accomplish. But sure. I think that you can cut so much time off of like trying to get something done or accomplish something 
with a really good plan. It might take you a little longer to plan. And then and then people say, I actually, I'll probably get this a little bit wrong, but I something popped up for me the other day on Instagram and it was Jay-Z talking about how, um, you know, everyone wants to emulate your success and the end mm-hmm. result of something, mm-hmm. but they don't ever emulate the journey because they don't see your mm-hmm. grind. They don't see the process that it took you years of work that you mm-hmm. put in. They just see your accomplishment mm-hmm. and they're emulating that. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And so I, yeah. I really think that there's so much that is not appreciated about planning and thoughtfulness and intentionality. Mm-hmm. And people are just trying to rush to the end. They're like, this isn't working for me. Well, yeah. yeah. What was your plan? What were you yeah. actually expecting? Like, okay, you met Donnie for lunch, but what was your plan? What were you going to get from yeah. Donnie? And what was going to be beneficial for Donnie out of the conversation? So he will say yes the next time. I don't think Man. people really take it to that level. Um but that, I mean, that's, that's how you, that's how you get things done. <laughs> we were preaching. Um, yeah, I, we could go down that hole. Um, you know, especially just thinking through, like I, there was some specific people that I was thinking through that just popped into mind where, uh, you know, we met or, you know, something else and even people that we, we, we used to work with or anything. And I was just like, man, I don't know what their intention was, but I haven't yeah. heard from them and I'm not sure that, I would help them if they reached out to me. Like, I just don't, right. I don't yeah. know that they, they haven't added any value to my life uh, exactly. recently. Um, that man, value go ahead. No. So I also think that people don't, they don't really, um, in a very general sense, right? Just all generalities, but yep. value. Mm-hmm. Value is not about what you need. It is about what, like you said, where's the win-win? And sometimes it's just for the other person. But I think so often we're not thinking about what is the value of this? What is the value of someone's time? If I leave you waiting for 20 minutes, what is the value? Do I value you? Do I value Mm. your time? Do I value my time? I mean, (laughs) do I value my reputation? I did just like... The idea of value and how you create value, how you find synergistic value. I just Mm. think people sometimes get a little bit stuck thinking about what's good for them and not Mm. what's going to be valuable in a collective way. Um, Mm. And I think so much about people that are wanting to achieve, it it becomes selfish. Mm. But the truth is, you know, it, it feels unnatural, but it really is kind of like a given it comes back to you kind of a thing. Sure. So the more you pour into others and and um, others dreams and um, can be a part of someone else's journey and help them, mm-hmm. it does snowball a bit and come boomerang right back to you. I, I believe that fully, again, with yeah. intention, but, um, but it can't just be about how does this serve me? It also has yeah. to be about how you... Um, can do something for others in the process. Oh man, a thousand percent. I mean, I think that, you know, a lot of that comes from, you know, the fact we kind of live in a microwave society, right? Which is what Jay was, you know, really talking about. It's like, you know, you, you see everybody's highlights on social media and stuff. And so yeah. you're like, man, I want that. Um, you know, and then on top of that, um, you know, my personal belief is just that, you know, no person is an island, right? And so yeah. in that case, this whole yeah. like self-made, you know, uh, I don't even know what to call it, but like this self-made philosophy, right? Like everybody's Mm -hmm. self-made people even put it like in their, in their, uh, you know, subtitles and stuff. And I'm like, well, 
Like, are you paying yourself? Do you not have clients? Do you not have a team? Do you not have like parents who like, you know, came right. together and like birthed you? Like, I mean, there's so <laughs> many other people who had to do something in order for you to achieve whatever you've you've done, even by your product, right? Even if you created it, right? Um, and it, it's amazing to me how um, self-promotion and, you know, self-made is like this, this really, really big thing that has taken off. And I think people, um, depending on what voices and, and information you're kind of pouring into yourself, you can really start to believe that hype. Uh, when in actuality, like, you, you know, you, you can't do anything or achieve anything without other people. I mean, you literally referenced uh, someone who was ahead of you, relatively speaking, in an organization sitting you down and, yeah. and pointing you in a direction. And I'm sure that, you know, it, that's happened to me numerous times, um, you know, in my life as well. Um, man, yeah, so it, there's that. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, we, you know, we, we're short on time today, uh, you know, unfortunately, because you're, you're just dropping so many gems, uh, you know, for folks and which I kind of knew you would. So I'm very <laughs> excited about this. Um, as you continue to think, um, you know, in your life and, and um, you know, you, you've achieved uh, some of the things that you, you've uh, sought out to achieve. Um, can you talk us through kind of your, you know, some of your planning process, um, you know, in general? I know, you you know, we're about to uh, head into 2022. Um, you know, how do you not remain stagnant? How do you not remain uh, comfortable, if you will, and continue to, um, you know, aspire to, you know, something bigger? Yeah, I think uh, a lot of it has to do with what you take in. So. Sure. If I'm not staying connected with the Donnie Bennies of the world who are also dreaming, if I am not, no, seriously, if I'm not listening to a podcast, if I'm not listening to a book, if I'm not, even if it's YouTube, right, for people like, oh, I don't like to read. I am not a great, like, page turner reader, but I will listen to an audible all day long. Like, I, I don't know what I would do. I know. I don't know what I would do without audiobooks. Um, but I think you really have to be careful what you put into your mind mm -hmm. and be really intentional about that. So I think that's one way is like just to stay motivated, stay, stay motivated and to stay focused. And there's so much content out there, yeah. uh, regardless of what you're looking for, what you're drawn to. So I think that's one way. It's people. It's what I'm listening to. It's what I'm reading. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes also it can be uh, influenced by my life. So being mm. a mother of small children, I think about what I want to teach them, mm -hmm. what I want to model for them. Sometimes mm -hmm. it's like, you know, thinking about, okay, well, when I have a milestone age, what do I want that to look like for me? Sometimes it's someone else's birthday, mm -hmm. but I'm like, well, when I'm turning 60, what, mm -hmm. what do I want to be saying to people? Do I want to be leading a team call at work on my 60th birthday or do I want to not be working? You know, so it's like even all of those things, yeah. I think, really influence me to think, OK, well, if I am here today and if yeah. there are all these things I aspire to mm -hmm. either accomplish or achieve or change in my life, in my work, then yeah. what's next? Right. And and I don't think that it looks like all the details month by month, plan by plan. But I, for me, a lot of it is milestones. So Got I'll it. say by, by this time frame, I want to be doing these things. Um, okay. So one of the things, for example, that I um, am working on right now is like some real estate investing. And oh. so it's like 
you start with one and it feels overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But then you can do two and then you can do four. Mm. Then you can do like eight. So like it happens very fast. I'm not at eight, but I can now see how quickly you can get there. Yeah. And um, that sounded like I, a Jay-Z line, by the way. <laughs> one million, two million, <laughs> three million, four. That's so <laughs> anyway. true. That's so, true. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think you got to set those milestones for yourself to say, okay, here's what I can do now. Um, okay. Another thing that I love is this idea of just what's my next step? What is the very next step you can take? You don't have to have a plan, but maybe it's making the call to, you know, get a coach. It's calling that friend. It's reaching out to someone at work to say, can I talk to you just mm. to have a one time like mentoring check in. Right. People yeah. get nervous about like, oh, I, having a mentor, I don't want to ask someone. You don't need to ask someone to be your mentor. You just need to ask to go to coffee. You need to ask yeah. for advice. You know, it's like these smaller things and experiences we create. Um, but I think a lot of it has to do with your circle and what you intake. And and that is what carries you so often. Um, mm -hmm. I think I'm naturally just inspired by the future and dreaming about the future. But sure. um, I think, you know, being mindful of what I, because you could also just dream and, and not get anything done. So I think yeah. that the you know intentionality around having a plan and knowing where you want to be and what milestones you have really helps you be more focused and actually accomplish things. Yeah. Man, that is uh, an excellent way and thought to kind of end on, you know, today. Um, you know, as always, like to kind of end our calls with, you know, where can people find you? You know, I know, you know, LinkedIn and stuff like that, but are you on social any other place? Can can people tweet at you or <laughs> No, anything yeah, along I, those lines. I am most active on LinkedIn. Uh, so that's probably the easiest way to reach me. And I usually try to respond to, uh, you know, people that reach out. So that's the easiest way to find me, Allison Parker Gordon. Um, yeah, and always happy to connect with with new people and people that are dreaming big. We'll, we'll also point out the fact, as we were talking about this before the recording, just, just to set expectations for everyone. LinkedIn is not like a, a, an immediate response uh, path. <laughs> for no. Allison or myself. So yeah. if, if you do reach out, please, you know, uh, understand that, uh, that that is not something that we will be responding back to you instantly uh, at all. But, you know, obviously I'm on LinkedIn as well. So I just wanted to set that expectation for everybody. You know, yes. Allison, thank <laughs> you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for your time. Uh, it's just been so excellent. Uh, and for everyone else, you know, this is the only Dream Big podcast. We'll see you next week. Take care. That's all for today, folks. See you next time.